Hello, welcome, welcome, Sidewalk Chick Diaries. Um, boy, do I have a funny story for you guys. So, one, I want to share that I bought these new microphones and I hope that the sound quality is a little better because I invested in this. So, yep. And two, I want to tell you a funny story. So yesterday, I recorded a whole 30-minute episode, or so I thought I was. And when I go and I publish the episode and everything, and when I go and I'm like, you know, playing it back to, for myself to hear it, yes, I do that. I don't think it's weird. I hope that other people do that too. Um, so... I go back and there's literally like no sound and I'm like what is going on and I realized well I had to go on YouTube and I had to YouTube these microphones and I realized that the whole time I was recording the microphone was not on so I recorded a whole episode with no recording funny story uh, anyways, so the episode that I had recorded that now I'm re-recording and, you know, it just, it is what it is, but it was an impromptu episode. It was just an episode that I was called on to talk about. And one of the things that it was, was about dating apps. So I have a friend who recently had a child and she is a single mother. And she has been contemplating, you know, dating. She's like ready to date again. So, uh, <laughs> so she was asking, you know, suggestions and things about dating apps. And, um, you know, most of my friends, as you guys know, are like already in loving relationships. And so there's probably three of us that are single. One of them recently single because she just went through a divorce. So I think it counts as two and a half. Actually, it doesn't. Long story. Talk about that some other time. But let's just count two single girls. So I go and I'm like telling her my experiences with the dating apps. And you guys know my experience with the dating app. I've talked about my experience with dating apps on this podcast. So just out of curiosity, I was like, you know what? Let me go back and check. So I opened, well, I re-downloaded re my dating app, and I <laughs> realized that I never actually shut down the application. Instead, I just deleted it off my phone, but never actually turned the profile off. So I, you know, re-downloaded it, and I open it, and I have like 100 notifications, and I'm like, wow, what in the world? And so I start going through it. The thing about dating apps is that it makes you feel powerful more than you already are because you get to like swipe left or swipe right on these people and you're like, no, I don't like you. No, I don't like you. Yes, I kind of like you. What do you do for a living? You know, those kind of things. So I think that it moves people, makes them feel powerful. It's one of the reasons why people do it and probably don't end up going on dates at all which is something that I do. <laughs> but um, I 
was going through it and I was like, you know what? I have lots of rules for dating apps that I try to stick to as far as, um, you know, like what I look for, what I'm doing on there. Mostly what I look for. That's mostly what I. So I'm going back to the rules. I, this was all on an only girls chat, by the way. So this was like a dating 101 on dating apps. I don't know, but I just thought it was really funny. And so here are my rules. And, you know, we were talking about different apps. We were talking about the league. We were talking about hinge. We were talking about Raya. So a lot of different, um, apps and you know what they do. But here are my dating apps. As I was going through my matches, quote unquote, I was, you know, like racking up in my brain all the rules that I had from before when I was on dating apps because you guys know I haven't been on dating apps and can't even remember how long. So here we go. One, don't match with anyone with filters. I absolutely hate men who use filters. I don't understand it. And I don't think that I ever will. And I also don't know how you really look. So it doesn't work for me. Um, I, I also do not have filters on my pictures, on any of my pictures on dating apps. I just think it gives an unrealistic view of things, you know? The second thing is don't match with anyone who has entrepreneur as their occupation. I think that this is a rule that I mostly have because of my living situation with like Miami. Um, I think that a lot of people in Miami have entrepreneur as their occupation and are either doing things that are very not legal or don't do anything at all. <laughs> so um, I have that rule. It is what it is. If you're an actual entrepreneur, you'll probably write CEO of whatever company you made up or CFO of whatever company it is. You know, I don't know. It just it feels like there's a lot more to that. So entrepreneur just it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Uh, my third rule is don't match with anyone who posts those weird videos where they're like eyeing the camera. Um, and licking their lips and biting their lips and just trying to be all sensual and stuff. I think that that automatically turns me off. And it also shows that you might not be on dating apps for the right reasons. Or maybe not the right reasons, but you're probably not on dating apps for the same reason that, that I am. You know what I mean? I'm looking for something serious. They're looking for a get down, that kind. You get me. Uh, and then, so those are like my basic rules. And then as I was swiping through, I had somebody answer, like they send an answer to one of my photos, which is how hinge works. And so I have a photo of me with a dolphin's shirt on because I'm a huge dolphins fan and you know, and he had the, I don't even want to say audacity because it's really not that bad of a comment, but I just. It's a pet peeve of mine. So he writes back a Dolphins fan, question mark, at least I know you're loyal. And that's just like a snarky comment about how bad the Miami Dolphins are and how bad they've been over the years. And I just don't like it. 
I don't like that energy. Don't come at me with that energy if you if you see that I'm a fan. Like, I just, it just wasn't for me. Then my girls jumped in and they started giving their rules. So one of them said, don't match with anyone holding a fish. I sort of don't understand this, but I sort of do. I don't know. Somebody wrote, or dollar bills. So don't match with anyone holding dollar bills. And you know what? I can kind of agree with that one because if you're like flaunting your money, that's also not very attractive for me. It does nothing for me. Somebody else wrote, or if they have a mirror pick half naked or of their body. Absolutely. I think that guys who do, you know, like their body photos are also giving a energy of like, I'm not really here to find something serious. I'm really here to just like, you know, the down, the get down for the get down. So yeah. And then funny enough, I was looking at somebody's profile and they had this saying, and I just thought it was so funny. I did not match with him by the way, but I did think it was funny. And it was like the, the prompt was, what if I told you that? And then his response was, I'm like gravity down for everything (laughs) which at first you think about it and it kind of makes sense but then you're like wait what (laughs) gravity holds you down doesn't mean you're actually whatever anyways um I thought that was mad funny uh and then I wrote on the group channel I was like I've clicked on so many no's that they sent me a notification saying tell us what you like so we can send more accurate matches which is funny because they did do that for me i thought that was hilarious um and just so you guys know i am down to let's see i want to give you guys the number of notifications if i can i am at oh no still 50 plus notifications that's crazy it's actually insane And you know what I hate the most about Hinge? That, like, you can't see other profiles. Oh, this is interesting. So Hinge has a feature where you can filter what you see, like, between your notifications. So it says, I I just picked last active, sort sort through who likes you. Subscribers can easily browse through potential matches based on location, reason, activity, and more. That is so cool. Oh, but that's Hinge Plus. Oh my God, these people, you know, I would never, ever pay these people money for a dating app. Like, I just wouldn't. I would much rather meet somebody organically. And yeah, it's just, no. That's crazy. Oh, let's listen to a voice note. Let's hear. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but he said a topic that you know more than anything else on earth. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, not important. Not matching with him anyways. <laughs> he has a picture just like I do. That's funny. Um, okay, coming back to this. Sorry, guys. I got distracted. That's what dating apps do. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about how people become so consumed by dating applications that you can sit there for a whole hour and just swipe left and right on people for a whole hour and it gives you this sense and I heard this on the Jay Shetty podcast what's it Jay Shetty it might have been girls gotta eat 
it was one of those podcasts, but I, I listened to like a lot of dating stuff. Obviously, I talk about dating. So it was one of those podcasts where they talk about how it gives us the idea, the illusion that we have all these options. And I think that for single people, it also makes them kind of like sad in a way because you're sitting here on this dating app thinking like, oh, this guy has no potential. This guy has no potential. This guy has no potential. Am I ever going to find somebody with potential? And then it becomes like a very negative kind of vibe and energy that's coming, you know, that starts coming from you. So that's kind of my thing with dating apps. And that's why I don't use them a lot. One, because they're so consuming and, and they're meant to be that way. You know, like the, the people who make these apps are meant to get you kind of addicted to it, which honestly, most apps are the same way. Instagram, you know, TikTok, they want you to sit there for hours and, and view all this content. So, you know, you're basically on a social media app, just going back and forth. <laughs> but anyways, with all that being said, all of that on dating apps. Um, if you guys have had any success stories on dating apps, I know one of my friends, uh, they met on dating apps and they got married. I went to their wedding and it was super cool, very nice. So some people do have success in this. I've never done it or never had success in it and I've never done it. I've done it. I've just never had success with it. Uh, and I don't think any of my girlfriends on my chat have either. Some of them were like, I don't even go on deep. I'm scared, which completely understandable. It's Florida. I get it. Never know what could happen. Um, it's better to be safe than sorry. And so that's my segment on dating apps. I think that that's all I have to say about that. But I do want to mention that earlier on in these episodes, I had talked about this book that I bought that was called Single and Secure. And I recently just finished a read. I'm looking at the book right now. And the read was amazing. It was honestly one of the probably best books that I've read. It did, I, I told you guys this, that it was written by a pastor. So it did have a lot of references to like the Bible and, you know, scriptures. And I think they're called parab parables. Parable? <laughs> I, I hope that's right. But anyway, stories in the Bible, those. Um, I had a lot of a lot about those. And there was one whole chapter that was on sex that really made me feel seen and heard because, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, that I grew up so religious that when it came time for like that kind of stuff for sex and all of that, I was very much deprived of it being like a sexual healthy relationship and it's always been hard for me to kind of manage that balance where it's like you know sex is normal sex is healthy sex is okay versus sex is evil don't do it before marriage you're you can go to hell you can get pregnant you can you know like all these things that I I feel like and I don't know if this is everyone's experience, but in my experience that I feel like religion really pushed on me per se. And so when I got to this chapter about sex, I felt so heard because it was talking about how the Bible never actually says that sex is bad. It just gives you kind of a, a guide, you could say the, the Bible is a guide, but it kind of gives you a guide on how important it is 
to have sex with the right people. And that kind of brings me to my next point is I have not indulged in that pleasure in a long time now. And it's actually been the longest that I have gone without it. And the reason why is because the last time that I did it, I felt so just disconnected from it because it it became kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say an escape for me because there were still lots of feelings involved with prior people. But with this one in particular, I thought that me and him had like a really good connection. And when it got to that part, I was so just disconnected from everything. And I was like, this is not going to work for me. And since then, I kind of haven't brought myself to, well, one, I'm not talking to anyone. So that's one of the reasons. And then two, I just like, it's it's just become something that's so important to me now moving forward that I was just like, I'm not, I'm, you know, like this is, it's shared energy. It's important energy. It's not, you know, energy that you should just be giving to anyone. And now I understand it. And now I know that, you know, it comes from a good place. It doesn't come from a, I'm scared to get feelings. I'm scared to get pregnant. I'm scared to get an STD. Although all of us should be scared to get an STD because people are out here being reckless. But, you know, it comes from a place of like, I want more for me and and in me as much as that you know makes sense i want more in me so that is my latest i am now on a celibacy journey for who child i'm going on maybe almost 5 months i think might be 4 but let's say 5 cuz it makes me feel better about it but yeah, it's the longest that I've gone. So woo woo. And I'm just, I'm in such a good place mentally. And I understand myself so much better for it. And I suggest it to anybody that's single and that is, you know, not finding the right person for you. Uh, I think that the most important thing is finding yourself and I have been doing that and it's been helping and I am just so 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 happy and things are looking better and as far as dating goes I'll probably keep playing around with this app just for fun because that's what happens but I mean unless it's like something really 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 crazy then I don't see much coming from it (laughs) but anyways um I got to go because I actually have work to do, but I wanted to come in here because my episode yesterday was deleted and I was like, what in the world? I'm trying to make content and content is not helping me. And so here I am. Like I said, I invested in these new microphones. So I really hope that y'all heard me. And if you didn't hear me, then I'm going to return these. (laughs) So we'll see. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the future. I want to do a recap on the single and secure books. So I'm going to probably read it one more time, take some notes in it, and then kind of give a recap on, on, on an episode. Uh, and then also I am reading a new book. It's called Twisted Love. It's by Anna Hugh. 
I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but it's a book on TikTok. All right. That's where we got the book from. It's a book talk. Um, and it is so good. And it is definitely helping me deal with, you know, this celibacy journey because the book is very descriptive, if you will. And if you haven't grabbed it, grab it. I've seen a bunch of people read it. I also bought another book by Colleen something. And I, I don't know the name off the top of my head and I'm too lazy to go get it. But I've seen a lot of people post about that one too. Not on TikTok though, on Instagram. Um, so I will let you guys know how that goes. But I'm proud of myself. I am reading. I am studying. I am working. I am a boss ass woman. Also, happy International Women's Month. Wow, can't believe that I forgot that. Uh, it was two days ago. It was International Women's Day. Um, shout out to people who texted me. Love that for me. Love y'all for doing that for me. Uh, it's a big deal, guys. It is because female empowerment. You know what I mean? Equality. We deserve that. Not in all aspects, you know. I still want my man to wash my car and you know, do my oil for me and all that stuff. I expect it. But, you know, in the workplace, when it comes to to things that like corporate world settings, it's important that women are paid as much as their men counterparts are. And if you don't feel the same way, then this is not the podcast you need to be listening to because I am woman and I stand. All right, now I got preachy. That's it. I'm done. I leave y'all. Follow me on Twitter, Sidewalk Chick. Follow me on Instagram, Sidewalk Chick Diaries. Write to me. My email is on the description. Uh, send me a voice note, guys. Anchor has this really cool thing that you can send voice notes. Would love to hear from you. I am around. And I'll be back whenever I have more ideas and content. Bye.